But as of now, Ice Roberts. Yes, sir. I took your advice. Oh, did you? Hang on. Let's uh, let's uh, intro the name. Why do you show? take over the big show then? See what I'm saying? No, Fuck. I, I don't Always push it on the little guy. I say, hey, <laughs> welcome to Let's Get Into It. I'm Ice Roberts. This is your host, See? Rod Tootie Rinks. That's why you're the host. And we've got Davy Dave on the ones and twos. He's kicking ass, by the way. He was kicking ass in his Thank own life, right? Yeah. In his own life. I appreciate you. Um, but, you know, this podcast is all about inspiration. Yep. It's all about producing, directing, writing. It's all about how to get it done in the new landscape of entertainment. Because it has changed, you know. I mean, we do we do talk about, um, we talk a lot about um, old school, new school, but... Yeah. Truth be told, there is no old school anymore. It's you've got to change with the times, you know. You watch films and television so fast now; they move so quickly that it's hard. To, you know, we were. I was trying to remember movies that I loved recently, and it's not as pre- prevalent for me as um, movies that I loved when I was a kid. Yeah, you know, like you can pick out mo- classic movies and say, like, "Wow, that was huge in my life." Is it the same for other people? Is it the same for young people now? That's a good point, because I can't think of a movie that I've seen in the last five years that I go, wow, that's The Goodfellas, or that's The Godfather, or that's The Rocky, or that's even like like a John Hughes film that you could say, you know, that holds up. Like, what's something that came out in the last five years that I could honestly say, like, I would rewatch? You know what I'm saying? It's not the same. It's really not. even music, music moves fast, right? Like now, songs will come and songs will go. Dude, I'm so bad at that <laughs> shit. I don't even know who the new artist. Like, I have no idea. I'm still stuck in like Tupac, Biggie. And I'll reveal. Even, I'll re- the best ones, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Classic. Yeah, I'll reveal my age, but you know, I'll listen to '70s on '70. Love '70s and on '70s on '70. Will do a thing on Sundays where they'll go back to the exact day. In 1970, whatever. Yeah. And Casey Kasem does his countdown, which I loved. And um, and he'll say, you know, 48 weeks at number one. Like, yeah. does that still happen? 48? Like, you could, you could have spent eight months at number no, one back in the day. No, like, you don't either. spend that long. You, you get, like, you, three weeks. Right. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Yeah. We're not experts in music, but I would say I'm pretty sure that that's not happening anymore. So so I think the point is media is changing, uh, film, television changing. It's all melding together. Do, you know, before you, you used to be all crazy about, like, got to get my movie into a theater. If you're listening, who cares about the theater? Yeah. Don't make a deal. Get your movie seen. It doesn't matter if it's in a theater, on Netflix, on Amazon. It just doesn't matter anymore. Like, get it out and do another one. Yeah, and do a premiere. Yeah, rent a theater <laughs> when you're little, wherever yeah. you're from. Yeah, it's harder in the bigger cities, but get a theater, get a step and repeat, get some photographers, even if they're your buddies, and do the whole thing. Do right. it all. That's a right. really good point. That's fun. There's lots of business done for producers and content creators when you screen your product in a theater and you invite a bunch of people. You know, I I don't know in my in my early days I would do a movie. Yeah, I'd invite people, and in that theater, literally, someone would lean over to me and go, "Like, hey, what do you, you know, what are you doing next?" Yeah, I was like, "Wow, I was thinking about doing," and I would f- literally finance the thing right there at the, at while the, your film's yeah playing at out. the film playing yeah uh, at my current film screening, 
and then we'd move on to a conversation about what was next. So I always used to I always used to advocate that to other filmmakers. I said, go screen your movie, rent the theater. Can you do a? You, I mean, I don't think a step and repeat would be that much, right? No, the, it's not the thing to get with your logo and no. all that shit, dude. You can. It's go, all perception, anyways. It's like everything always else. Always perception. You go to Kinko's and get a step and repeat now. Can you get one there? Yeah, you really can. can. You really? Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You can order if you go online, Kinko's.com. You'll backdrops, uh, posters, oh, everything. That's dope. Yeah. And if you're really talented, you just get a green screen and do that shit on <laughs> post-production and make it dope. <laughs> have the but movie playing behind it you. It doesn't matter anymore. Dope. That would like be dope, that. right? Like it doesn't matter anymore, though, right? You have your screening and people take pictures there. They put post on social media if yeah. someone loves your, loves your uh, movie. And by the way, if you're a listener of the podcast and you're listening, um, rate it. Give us a review. Yeah. I think we got five stars. I was looking at it. We do day. have five, five stars. stars. Someone gave us four. Yeah. What? Which hater. Didn't affect, <laughs> which didn't affect as much. Yeah. So last week we talked about editors and the fact that the production, acting, directing of your movie is much more adrenaline filled and exciting. Yep. People get pumped. Um, and then when you give it to an editor who's now on his own, practically on an island with yeah. your footage um, doesn't always move at the same pace and people get disappointed but I listened to the podcast last week and I thought one of the key <laughs> I rated it uh, one of the, no, I'm the one who gave it a four I think the important part of the conversation was the actors, the directors, the producers on an indie film work really hard to do a great job yeah. and show up and are accountable and you guys put in all of this work and then the investors who invest a couple of dollars are expecting everyone to put in the same level of energy. And when your editor does not, it all falls on the shoulders of an editor. And if you think about it, editors win Academy Awards, so it's not like their positions are not important. You're These exactly people right, are man. important. And if you can win an award for your work on a film, then you should be responsible enough to get the work done. If you agreed to do it for no money or little money or whatever money you agreed to or what, however, yeah. whatever deal you made, then you should be willing to at least do what you said you would do. And yeah. if you can't do that, you should step down. Yeah, I agree. And, um, and after we had a conversation, you and I, I said, uh, actually, to rewind, our podcast, when it went out on Friday, I got text messages from a few people saying, hey, bro, you, I, I know somebody. I got an editor. If you need somebody, like, don't, don't worry. We'll make, I, I can help you out in this situation. But uh, the kid who's putting it together, uh, you know, he said, I, I told him I, I was going to pull it because I have to. I, I'm, I'm, I thought I was two months in. No, June, July, August, September. I'm over three months in on a string out, which should take two weeks or no, six weeks, four right. weeks. For, right. So I'm three months, dude. That's a long. That that's an that's a movie almost, right? Yeah. So he agreed to uh, finish it up, which he's he's sending me stuff coming in, and the sequence is a little off, and that's the most important thing about doing a string out right after because it's fucking fresh. Yes. It's fresh in your head, and now we're three months later, and it's getting put together, but it's off a little bit. But that's fine. I just need it all put together, put you know, down on down on timeline so i could see and then we can go in and clean it all up yeah. so thank you yeah, by the way roberts for you're your welcome. advice um and uh yeah hopefully i'm gonna have something a rough cut for us to see by the end of the month yeah and, and i think i think we there. established that you can't get stopped you can't get stopped 
and it's so frustrating when you do because I'm the only one. I, f- I shouldn't say I'm the only one. I feel like I'm the one on. I'm the only one on this island saying, "Come on, guys!" And everyone's like, "Well, it's over with. We did our, you know, we did the acting and all that. Let's right. you go, you go and finish it." And you've got now. You've got you. You've got to keep the energy. You got to keep the um, momentum, and you have to have respect for the people that funded you yeah. for the people that put in their time acting yeah. for you got you the director producer you know there's a lot a lot of stuff goes into it man speaking of momentum davy dave yeah our host with the most ice roberts here has some serious momentum going on i know Let's know, talk about you know. for a minute. I don't know if it's serious momentum but What do you mean? You know, it is. Well, look, hang on. As I was mentioning earlier, I think that the industry's changing a lot. There's yeah. a lot more business to be done, you know. They're looking for producers, they're looking for people, they're looking for projects. Um, but I mean, you know, I'm not going to downplay your your intro. Well, you're already, you're already coming in like a diva, like late for for a thing. We got to get up Dave and I drive an hour and a half to get here, but it's all good. Um Let's talk about it. Let's okay. talk about, I mean, what was the first thing? I remember you coming uh, when we were over at the Grove with Buccio. Yeah. And you were going to do a show called Tequila Kings. Yeah. It was a TV show. Right. It wasn't an investment into a tequila brand. Right. Right. I don't How did that unfold? A friend of mine, Johnny Porsche, who I was doing a documentary and a movie with. Yeah. He said, I want you to meet this guy, Eric Buccio. Oh, I didn't know that. So Porsche yeah. introduced you to Buccio? Yeah. Okay. And I said, I'd rather not. Yeah. I go, why would I want to meet with him? Ah, because he's got this tequila brand and he, and he just needs to meet some people to see if he can raise some money or get help or whatever. And I said, dude, I, I, it's just, I've never done anything but entertainment. I don't have you know, an interest or, and I don't want to waste his time. He said, just meet with him. And as a friend, I said, you know what? Why not? I'm gonna, I'll go ahead and meet with uh, Buccio. And we met at Casa Vega in, on Ventura Boulevard. You know, Is that food in any Sherman good there? Oaks? And no, it wasn't, but the margaritas okay. are great. Perfect. So I sat down with Buccio, and he kind of gave me his whole spiel. And I connected with him culturally, you know, and he was like, I just need help. You know, I've created this brand. I don't know where else to go. I don't know what else to do. I, you know, I think I need a celebrity to help me. Right. So I th- sat there. I thought about it. I thought, who can I get? And... Then I thought, oh, Mario's getting married in about a month. That's right. So I said, there is something I can do. I said, my friend Mario's getting married in in December. I'm pretty sure if I take him a bottle and we test it, and you agree to serve the tequila at his wedding at no cost to him, I'll bet you he would let you do that. And I said, while you're there, you might meet some people. There's, you know, he knows a lot of influential people. Yeah. You may meet someone there that can help you. I don't know that I'm your guy. Yeah. So I give the bottle to Mario, takes a sip here and there. We probably were all there. So we try it and we're like, hey, this is pretty good. Yeah. And then he's like, hey, this is good. And then I say, you know, I think I can get them to serve at your wedding. And he goes, you think they'd serve at the at the Wedding and the white party the day before. I was like, I bet you they serve all weekend. Yeah. So I tell Bucho, I go, look, I think you, I think we're going to do this. I think Mario is open to it. Bucho goes to Mexico, takes 200 bottles of tequila for the weekend. 
Uh, we're all drinking, we went having all a great too. time. We went through yeah. <laughs> almost all of them. Yeah. Wow. But it is a great product. So we were sitting there, I think, smoking a cigar. You, me, all of us were smoking yeah. cigars. You know, uh, Mario looks over at me and goes, I think we should get in business with this guy. Look at oh, how really? many happy faces there are here. Yeah. We could do a show. Yeah. So I said, okay. Here we go. So now we're thinking, right? Yeah. We, we do a show called Tequila Kings about his struggle to become somebody. Yeah. In the show, we say he becomes partners with Mario Lopez. That's yep. exciting. During the show, we raise money for his endeavor. Yeah. That's a good storyline. So Mario and I high-fived and said, this is something we, we got to do. We sold it to Nuvo. Is that the name of the company? Yeah, it was Nuvo, Nuvo but it got, it got bought so out. Yes, yeah, so they got bought out. But sold it to Nuvo. They gave us money to do a tape. We did the tape, and then it didn't happen. So well, we, Nuvo folded. It wasn't the show wasn't bad. No, no, it was no, good, no. Well, we tried. We tried to sell it after that. It didn't work out. But then we were sort of in it. Now, now all of a sudden, we we were in the ether of the tequila business. Right. Yeah. We had raised some money for for it. We were all doing it to do the show. Yeah. And to make the tequila successful through a show, but it didn't work. So then we were like, hey, this is kind of fun. We're having a good time. People are talking about it. So we're like, okay, well, let's stick with it. Yeah. So we stuck with it, and it's been six, six and a half years, and we caught the attention of a big investor. There he we go. stepped in. Yep. He funded millions of dollars worth of product, advertising. We're the official tequila of the Rams. We're the official tequila of the Pepsi Center in yep. Denver. The one thing I want people to know is that other businesses do cross over to entertainment. Yeah. Tequila ended up being very driven by entertainment. Yeah. Well, cut to that investor happened to be somebody who invests in independent films as well. That's right, which was random. I didn't know that. Yeah. It, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, but here's a, here's a great story to connect to that. So we're in business with our investor in Casa Mexico. He comes into town for a meeting about many things. He does lots of different things. I say to him, do you want to have a drink before you leave? I live in Beverly Hills. You live in Beverly Hills. We can go to the Palm, have a quick drink, just kind of get an update on stuff. Just you and I. Yeah. He says, Sure. We go to the Palm, we have a couple of drinks. Um, that afternoon, I was here with Mario. Before I go to drinks with him, yeah. I'm here with Mario, and Mario's like, hey, man, we should be doing a Christmas movie together. Right. We should be producing something like that. We get in the elevator. He's like, how hard could it be? He's like, go f like, find a script. Like, How hard could it be to find a script? You, Feliz, Navi, Feliz Navidad, uh, single father, finds love on Christmas. Like, How Feliz hard Navi is that? Feliz Navidad. Right, so then, <laughs> Feliz, you know, we were like both Feliz Navidad. Yeah, like is there a movie? Has there been anything? So no. we look it up. No one's ever done Feliz Navidad, right? Yeah. So that was easy. Um, Feliz Navidad. We come up with a storyline, and we're like, great. So to, you know, in the next week or so, we'll try to find a writer. We'll move forward. So I go to drinks with our investor from Casa Mexico. We have a great meeting. We talk about Casa. What's going on next? And as we're standing up, he goes, hey, what are you doing movie-wise? Like, what are you guys up to? I said, I don't know. You know, we were thinking about a story today called Feliz Navidad. And he was like, Feliz Navidad? I said, yeah, Feliz Navidad. Single father, finds love on Christmas. You know, I didn't have, we didn't have much of a story. We literally had just thought of it that afternoon. And he says to me, do you have funding for that? And I said, no. 
I said, do you want to finance that? He's like, is there a script? I said, no. He goes, well, let me finance the script. So he finances the script. We make a deal for the, just the script yeah. with the potential of him financing the movie. Mario, Mark Schulman, and I sort of talk about, let's go for a big writer. You know, yeah. We get some pitches from a lot of people. Including myself. Including which you. On. Which oh, was a great, okay. great idea. Of course. <laughs> a Rick Nahara pitched. You know, yeah. we had a lot of great people pitched. But then Peter Marietta came into the picture. He wrote and exec produced Wizards of Waverly Place, Christella, George Lopez. So we meet with him and we connect. We understand each other. He like really wants to do it. So we go back, negotiate his deal, go to the investor. He says, fine. We pay him. He writes the script. And then the second place we went uh, says, we want to make that movie. Damn. Look at that. So we're in development on some changes that they want to make, but that was the anatomy of that deal. It's very common that you were to pitch somebody an idea and the steps that you take to get that movie made aren't always like all of the money. Yeah. Maybe the steps are, hey, I have this idea. Hey, let's pay a writer to start with. Worst comes to worst, you lose a hundred grand instead of losing three million dollars. Yeah. I think too, like the takeaway from that is if you're a filmmaker in Idaho and you're working at a I don't know, a dairy farm. And your buddy's with the guy who runs the place. And he asks you what you got going on next. And you say, I got this script. You know, maybe he wants to be involved. Like, your investor was already making films. And, and granted that, like, you, Lopez, the title, because you guys didn't even have really, like, there was no script. There was nothing. He, he said. We just had the title. You just had the title. Yeah, and, but, you know, Lopez is very smart in terms of storytelling. And maybe because he's been in the business since he was little. The foundation to Feliz Navidad was laid very quickly. It's this, it's this, it's this. This is how this guy feels about Christmas. These are the, the, this is how we're going to use the song. And then Peter and us sort of came up with the foundation to the story. And then Peter is a genius. I mean, dude writes these episodes weekly. He's probably, I I can't even imagine how many, hundreds. Yeah. So he went off and boom, nailed it, yeah. got it back to us. I mean, it was one of the quickest turnaround on scripts I've ever done. Yeah. And he also understood, you know, when we had notes, he was like, ah, no, no, I, I know what you guys are talking about. So it was a very, very cool development. Yeah. But I will say this. As a filmmaker, there was something very cool about not getting hung up in fi- funding it or like I, I need to have all of yeah. the money. I was okay with the steps. Okay, we're going to do steps. We're going to do the It's very first. easy for you to Yeah, and here's the other thing that I, could, I was able to offer the investor, which you guys can offer too. I was able to say, you may not have to fund the entire movie. Let's do this. You pay for the script. If somebody else funds the movie, which it's going to happen, someone else is going to fund the movie, you get your money for the script back plus a big premium on your money plus an executive producer credit. Boom. That's what I'm and that's about. what happens. So now he doesn't have to fund it per se. Yeah. I mean, he may, it may come up that he'll have to fill a gap somewhere or something like that. But for the most part, it's going to be on someone else's shoulders, on a network's shoulders yeah. to fund this. And we're going to be able to just go make it, get paid, and deliver a product that's going to be on TV. So I think... One of the great things about this deal is it was a step, and the offer is you you may fund the whole movie if you want to. If you don't, let's find someone else to fund it, and you can join us in the in the project. And yeah. you get a big premium on the money you put up for the script. So you get your money back plus a big premium, and your exec producer high five, boom, it happened. Bam. 
I love that. I love that. Love that. I love that. You, well, Davy Dave, we were supposed to be doing our show from a different location tonight. Yeah. However, True. Ice Roberts here has something very important to do, which they're taping, which you're also involved in a Netflix series called The Expanding Universe of Ashley Garcia. And you're involved in that too. I am. Damn, this guy's just rolling. Seth Curlin and David Kendall, who are writers, executive producers, Seth Curlin created the storyline with Mario. Of Ashley, uh, you know they're amazing. They were on um, Friends. They were on yeah. uh, a couple of other big shows. But they, it's it's really incredible to watch. I've never worked on a three camera. Um, you like show it? before? I'm amazed by it. I think it's um, it's really cool. You know, Eva Longoria is directing this yeah. week, and she directed last week, and it's remarkable to see talented people yeah. do this kind of work because you don't have to take, you know, independent film is you shoot one way and then two hours later you're reversing and yeah. then you're ready for the other shot. Yeah. This is instant. Yeah. Three, four cameras shooting at all times. You mess something up, you just go again. Yeah. You want the close up. Okay. You know, cut can camera B camera C go ahead and go in tight. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it again. And it's, it's, it's an instant sort of movement. Yeah, you know what's amazing too, David. Dave, you got two Mexican guys right here. I'm not in it. Are you in the show? Uh, no. no, not no. yet. Oh, not <laughs> yet. <laughs> not <laughs> Although I hit up yet Lopez last night because you know he's all jacked. He had surgery, but I hit him up last night. I said, "By the way, congratulations on the reboot of Saved by the Bell." He's like, "Oh, thanks, bro." I said, "You know," and and he loved this. I said. Fat gym teacher, and I sent him a meme of this guy eating a donut, <laughs> sitting in a chair with the with the with the treadmill just his feet. I go, or or Schneider perhaps. I sent Schneider. him a, I wow. sent him a thing of Schneider. I go, any any one of those positions, I'll play, bro. You pick. And he that's started laughing. Hilarious. Hey, that's you, that's my feel too, man. Like, he, hey, just put me in. Hey, uh, I, I broke Lopez's balls about that too. He's like, Tootie. You're 46 years old. It's about a high school. Although you, there's <laughs> teachers. There's, That's what I course, said. But course. then again, I can't because I'm with him all, you know, I got my regular gig that I can't. So hold on a second. You yeah. got, you got Fleece Navidad. You got Ashley Garcia. You got the Johnny Porsche doc that we talked about in earlier episodes. And you also have the. Carlos Al- Almaraz. Al- Dude. And so four things. Yeah. And. Plus you're an investor in Cosmeco, which is an entrepreneurial thing. Right. Is there any more in the TV film world that's happening with you that we should know about um no but uh that's a lot though dude that's yeah, fucking four you know, things caroline kepnes was on yeah the podcast and we went to lunch yeah and we sort of joked about potentially doing a project together um and i am going to do everything i can to make that happen because i think she's very very amazing. i love that girl yeah she's I, really really great yeah i'm fuck, i'm so bummed i missed that podcast but here's the one thing that i can't say you weren't say. there for that one no cuz i had cuz so cause, you're out <laughs> such a <laughs> dick such a dick um here's the one thing i can't say though cuz i've been on set of Ashley garcia a few times as you have too davy dave yeah roberts i'm not going to lie to you I think eventually you need your own show. Oh man, wouldn't that be nice? I do want my own. I show. I could see that. I no, because 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 sure. you're you it's it's you're right there. Like right. you know everything that's happening. You you're a great producer. Thank you. Um, you should see and get in there with the writers, dude. You know, being on the show, I gravitated. Is that a word? Yeah, I gravitated towards the writers because I love comedy. I love 
you know, jokes. And these guys are always thinking about alternative ways to make it funnier. Each scene. And they work together. There's yeah. 10 writers plus David plus Seth. Yeah. You got Lopez. You got Shulman. And everyone's always trying to figure out how to come up with a better line. Yeah. Uh, if an audience doesn't laugh at something, it's an immediate, you know, huddle. Yeah. Okay. That didn't quite hit. What do we, what, what's some other ideas? And these guys, talented, talented, uh, intellectual people yeah just throwing out idea after idea and no ego because yeah. not always does do these ideas work not sure. always does a joke work you know someone yeah. will throw it out and it'll be like you said nothing yeah like no reaction yeah and no one goes away going oh that sucked I had, you know yeah sometimes we get attached or they get attached to a joke and pitch it two or three times <laughs> which is funny work. because it just does not work but yeah. you yeah. think like this could really work i do it too i yeah. pitch ideas that completely just go south but yeah. but it is it, it has been fun for me because i don't think you know in film you got one writer yeah the director becomes you know the almighty deciding yeah. all things um on a show like this um seth and david are advising the director at all times yeah uh, they're working with the writers after hours, before the shoots, during the shoots. And the writers are sitting there trying to make them make each episode better and better and better while still writing their episode for whatever week it's going to be shot. Okay. So, yeah. Look, by the way, thank you for mentioning all those things. I appreciate it. I, you know, it, it has been a good couple of years. If there's any advice I can give, get on your movie Get on your TV show, get on whatever it is, series you're on or whatever you're shooting reality-wise, whatever, and get out of your head and just do the work. You know, whether you're working a lot on it or a little bit on it or yeah. not enough on it, do what you can do and be satisfied with the participation that you have. Because yeah. Yeah. at the end of the day, that will make a project better. And surround yourself with people who are like-minded, who believe in you, and are going to support you because that's very important. There's times where I'm like... You know, uh, same thing. But you know, you need you need your people in your corner saying, "Nah, man, you're doing it. Like, keep keep going. Don't stop." So, um, so I think I'm learning a lot. I appreciate that you think I could run a show, and I think that I would love uh, to do that. And if Davy and Dave, if Davy, Dave, and I aren't included on that fucking show, Roberts, I'm capping your ass, bro. I'm telling you right now, 25 to life, I'm going away. But you know, we're going to be involved in some. But capacity. I definitely, but I definitely, and not just doing the podcast from the set, you motherfucker. <laughs> but I definitely think that uh, that there that the big value in the future is going to be writing producers. Yeah, I think that to be a great producer, you do need to think like a writer and you do have to have that skill. Yeah. Um, and if you do, I think you could run shows like this. You could yeah. be out there going like, Oh, not only can I produce and work with the director and tell you how to um, do that shot, but I can also come up with storylines when the network wants me to change something Yeah. and we can collaborate on that. But I think, I think you do have to think about if you're young, Yeah. if you're a young filmmaker out there, uh, maybe, you know, maybe do some, some writing, uh, and understand it, mm -hmm. even if you're not going to be a writer, just understand it to the point where you could be a valuable asset on a yeah, show like yes. this. Well, I still, and also too, like I said last time, and I'm not just saying this because of what I'm going through, learn how to shoot. There's so many cameras out there. Learn yep. how to cut at yep. least string outs. Learn how to write. Learn story. Learn all that shit. Learn everything so you could be your own Robert Rodriguez. Very and true. it doesn't mean you have to continue on that route because you could branch off into whatever you want to do, write, direct, produce, blah, blah, blah. But learn how to do it all so then that way you can get your vision out there 
and you know you could you can get it seen you could you could be put in the light that you want to be put in not be held and and held hostage and waiting for your project to get done and not sure and it's not coming out the way you envisioned and all that yeah. other shit you know what I'm saying? No, you got, you, I agree you, with that. Yeah, man, you got to do a lot. You do a lot, Davey. I do. I'm, I have. Not, yeah. I have to. I love doing. Yeah. Davey's all like these the things. new generation, dude. You know, that's what we should be talking to him more talk about, about this. Because talk about the things that you have to do to like. You edit. You shoot. Yeah. You record. I mean, you're doing. You know, you took. It was kind of nice that you took over recording of our show. Well, I don't like to put my myself in places that I really don't. No. Yeah. Um, so I like to plug myself in and be like, no, I could do that. Do you write? I mean, you do write memes, but do you write yeah, long no. form? Yeah, I you have do? before, yeah. Really? You have yeah. scripts and stuff? Oh, shit. I well, didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. That, that's what it's, that's you. what David did. Whatever you need, I got you. I got you. But it's so low key. That's what I, he's kind of gangster like that. Yeah, he is. But he'll take care of business. <laughs> yeah. I do. Um, so the question I was going to ask is, why aren't you going to New York? To shoot. Uh, oh yeah! So yeah, so wait, Danny A was on the show. Danny A, you were in his last movie, which yeah, Mob Town, which, which comes showed, out. He showed us a clip of, and yep. then he said, "You're gonna go. We're doing this other movie, and you, you've got this part. Yeah, uh, I've got this part for you. What yeah. happened? So uh, I was gonna play a cop. You know, it was cool. It was a cool little scene. Um, but they changed. It's independent filmmaking. So I was supposed to go. I forget, like say on the thirteenth, and I. Approved it through Lopez, but we started the new gig over at Access, right. which is a big, it's a network show. It's like, you know, it's no joke. Like, it's, w- once we start, we don't stop. Right. And it's three sh- three shows, two hours of, of content. So it's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I said, dude, is there any way that I could, you know, go on, the, it'd be the second week of, uh, of end of the show. And he said, yeah, you know, like, okay, we'll make, we'll make it work. That Friday, you leave, leave on a red eye Thursday. You'll be there Friday, shoot your scene, and then, you know, come back on the the weekend. So I'm waiting to hear about flights and hotels, accommodations, all that stuff. And uh, I'd already been talking with wardrobe and everything. So long story short, I get an email. I actually reach out and say, hey, guys, it's the week before. I said, any any, um, updates on, you know, accommodations and all that stuff? And they get back to me. They said, yeah, we changed the date. And this was on a Wednesday we were in Tuesday or Wednesday. We were in Vegas. Uh, it's the first week, right, uh, of our new show. But we were out there with this other thing, and they said, "Yeah, uh, it's Friday, and this is Tuesday." And I was like, "Like Friday, as in this Friday?" They said, "Yeah." So we're going to send you flight info and all that stuff. And so there was no way I could do it. So oh, I looked man. at Lopez. I said, "Dude," and I showed him the tech or the email, and he's like, "Tootie, that that's we're in, we're in the first week of the show, bro." Like. And I was, and and I think, you know, I got it. I understood. Like this is my livelihood. This is what keeps the food on, you know, lights on, food on the table, and stuff. And he goes, "Dude, I'm sure he would have let me." To be honest with you, not let me, but I'm sure if I was said, "Dude, I really want to," is there any way? And I did, but you know, Lopez is cool like that. Yeah, I could just tell though he was like he didn't want me to miss this week, and right. so I had to call Danny A and and tell him, "Hey, man, I'm so sorry." Like. Unfortunately, I can't do it. If it would have been the following week, then yeah, I could have it made it happen. Set. But this is the yeah. first, and he was cool. He understood. He was like, "All right, next one," you know. Yeah. And that's independent filmmaking, though. Like they changed the, the schedule, got changed up. Well, he's so. awesome. I think um, that's funny because I thought they had uncast you. <laughs> that was my what first, a that's, dick. That's the that's the initial yeah. thought I had. 
But um, maybe, but, yeah. <laughs> maybe, but they yeah. did. maybe they said, "Let's move this up," and this motherfucker can't go no, now. No, so no, 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 no. I don't. No. I don't think that's what happened. But uh, now that you tell that story, yeah, stuff happens, right? Um, schedules don't uh, work out, and uh, and you had to turn it down. But great things are coming. Yeah. Sometimes something gets one door gets closed, another gets opened. Right. Yeah. Very true. Um, I want to talk about extreme music for a sec. ExtremeMusic.com. Extreme I'm music. sorry, ExtremeMusic.com. What oh, am I doing? No one's going to find it if you well, just put Extreme he's Music. he's old school. He doesn't need I know. I don't use the dot coms. Yeah. He's H- not next. HTTP. No, ExtremeMusic.com. Check this out. I'm punching in Western music. Now listen to this. I want to be in a Western so bad. Listen, no, I do too. This is like a Western. If I can be in a Western and knock it out, man, dude, you kind of look Western though in in Made in Mexico. I got to show you a clip, dude. He's wearing the wife beater with the tattoos and the cowboy hat with the aviators. What is that scene like? What is the scene? What is like like if you were to think of music that would work for that scene? What would it be like? Um, give me a, give me an example of what the, what music you would use for the scene that we're talking about with Davy Dave and all of them. This what particular scene, I would want to do kind of like spaghetti western, kind of like. So watch this. You know so watch I mean? this. Okay, <laughs> spaghetti western for this scene. Let's find out how quickly I can find something yeah. on extrememusic.com right now, and I'll play it for you and see what you think. I freaking love that, dude. It makes it a hundred times better than just watching the daily. That's good. How long did that time? I punched in Spaghetti Western, and boom. There's a, there's a 50 Spaghetti Western type of music. Roberts, you might be doing my supervising. No, I'm joking, Joel. I'm well, joking, Joel, if you're listening. <laughs> ExtremeMusic.com could uh, help you do whatever. Like, I can punch in action. Yeah. Punch in this. Punch it. No, punch in this. Look at this scene right here where, they all, where I got all the nauticals hanging out by the pool. And go mariachi. All right, here we go, mariachi. Dude, that is so freaking dope. There you go. I like that. That looked dope, right? ExtremeMusic.com will, uh, you could punch in whatever kind of thing, whatever you're thinking. Yeah. You punch it in, it may not come up, but you punch it in. And there's a very good chance that some combination of whatever you're thinking, Western, action, uh, speed, like literally, any, like any action word Super you're thinking easy. of, you punch it in, and the stuff come up, and you pick it, and you download it, and if you like it, you make a deal for it. So yeah, check it out, extrememusic.com uh, for all your music needs on your films, television shows, whatever you need. Yeah, Perfect. even memes, you could do it on some memes. Yeah. Dude, you could put extreme music on some memes. I, right. I don't, I don't know what it would cost. I would imagine you have to check. I I'd bet have you, to check. I bet you Russell will give you a good deal. Yeah, you <laughs> better. Yeah, you better. Um, all right, cool. Well, I think we covered a lot of interesting stuff yeah, today. Our guest, you know, David Dave, our guest was pretty good. Yeah, you know, he had I don't know a, how exciting I am. I think I'm less exciting. Well, everybody thinks they're less exciting than they what they really are, dude. Yeah. You have a lot of shit going, dude. You got four projects, yeah, good true. projects going good on, stuff. dude. That's a good shit, legit shit. There's more you know? stuff to come. More stuff to come. Hopefully, hopefully, yeah. one of these days we're going to revisit. Uh, our project. Oh. You know. Uh, oh yeah, absolutely, uh, absolutely. Yeah, you're seriously, because. Right. Yeah. Um, we got to build that team. What's up. it called? It was formerly called El Pocho, but now we're going to change it. I, I don't know. We got to change. I'm not feeling the El Pocho no. because it's too. Yeah, it's. I mean, we got to figure it out. But what? the script's good. Do you like the script, right? I love it. 
Yeah, and Maurice is involved. So you know, let's talk about for a second, right before we go. One of the things how that got developed. I think I came to you and said, "Why don't you write something?" Yeah, that's got like an ex-con or yeah. someone in you know witness protection, and then you wrote a script. Yeah, about a guy in witness protection that comes back and he's like. Uh, Charles Bronson, he yeah. comes back. It's like Death Wish. He comes yeah. back and he he's a vigilante of some sort. Yeah, we well, we, the examples you gave me was Death Wish and the one with Clint Eastwood, Unforgiven. The Unforgiven. And those are the two that I went off of. Where the, where he's and, a killer, yeah, but he's trying to change his ways, and but in he, the end, he can't. Yeah. But he falls back and as well, he's been clean and sober, and he goes Great back stories. into like he goes back into it, and then he's just look out. Great he's, story. He's fuck, and Maurice read it. Maurice Compton loved it. Yeah. You read it. And I liked loved it. it. I liked it. No, I loved it. Hey, maybe <laughs> we'll find a home for your script. Maybe we'll find somewhere to produce it. Yeah. While we're doing, let's get into it. Yeah. That would be great. That would be awesome, man. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, uh, this was an interesting day. Thank you for thank listening. you for having. Thank you for being our guest, oh, Ice well, Roberts. Thank, thank you for having me. And uh, thank you guys all for listening. And let's not forget, br- this show is brought to you by ExtremeMusic.com. Yeah. And don't forget to uh, leave a review on iTunes. Check out our social um, on Instagram. Yeah. Did you just call it the Instagram, David Dave? Yeah. You, you've been hanging out with old man Roberts too long, dude. <laughs> so this, is, this is his uh, show today, so I had to call Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. That's true. Hey, and if you're out there, don't get stopped. Don't get stopped. And you know what? We should fix the Facebook. Well, the Facebook. Yeah, right, yeah, our right, Facebook. Right. All right, thanks, guys. See you next time. Good job, Roberts. <laughs>